0: Get some silence. Uh, Sorry. Fucking hell. (laughs) Fucking. (laughs) Mate, I asked for silence. How long? Ten seconds. Okay, okay, let's do it. And you couldn't sit still for ten seconds and give me some silence. You have to go, and then drink your tea. (laughs) It's Don't. Ah, fuck you, I'm going to stop the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast, where me and Eli Silverman go for the charity shops, the bargain bins, the powerlands, the thrift stores, the bazaars and jumble sales. Are you fucking happy I'm now? I'm happy, that was good. Thank you. Of Great Britain and beyond, to bring you the tat and the treasure, the worthlessness and the wealth. Right, you can... Just, I know, I you, fucked you it. You fucked <laughs> it. <laughs> it was going oh, so man. well. It was, it was. It was going so well. Paul. Anyway, welcome to Cheap Show hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, right? It's a fact of cheap show, you're gonna have to fucking accept. Noodle time. Tells from the dance floor. The big guy. The price of sight. guaranteed. Hello. Eli Silverman. Welcome to Deep Show. And i and i nuzzle. And am Eli Silverman, and I'll be bringing you a source report presently. Why don't you do it now and get it out of the way? No, I've... I won't do it when you ask me to. <laughs> shit. I won't do it it's when you such, ask me it's to. You're such you, a shit. You're using the not looking at me technique now, aren't you? Yeah. Why are you doing it? I don't want to look at you. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Right. Source, source report. At some point. I would like the source report to start now. All right. Well, anyway. anyway. <laughs> source report. Hello, everybody. I'm Eli Silverman. I'm here for Did you. We fucking know I'm... who you are I'm here and with... what this is. All right. Just a bit of... All right, you know, gravitas for the source report, please. Gravitas. Yes, grab its ass. <laughs> gravitas. <a tass. sighs> Should I just say something about putting a, an ant in my meters <laughs> <laughs> In your meters. Imagine you had an ant applicator, meters applicator. Imagine you had an <laughs> ant form in your penis. That would be. What? Come anyway. on, And you could see it through a glass on the side. Like half your penis has been sliced up the middle. And you can see all the ants living in the tunnels that they've borrowed into your wang. No one likes this. No one likes it when you talk like this. You should see my idea for sea monkeys then. <laughs> hey. Right. Eli, it involves cum. Uh, <laughs> source report. Doo-doo, Uncle, doo-doo. Uncle Grumbly's uh, ant farms. Oh, Uncle, Uncle Grumbly's-, Grumbly's ant farms. Yeah. I thought he only did food. He's. He's he's, he's branching out. Into what? Cock ant farms. Cock ant farms. (laughs) And spoff-based sea monkey toys for kids. Spoff-based sea monkeys. That's good. I'm liking this. (laughs) Give me some more ideas. It's a jar full of human DNA in its most pure liquid form. Uh, With some sea monkeys in (laughs) it. Awful. (laughs) So, what you're you're Uh, saying... They don't survive long. It's just a jar. cam yeah. <laughs> it certainly is. Right, now, source report. Do 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 do. Studio today on the source report. So, so source sauce report. But you're obsessed with Sussudio. It's, studio, it's by... really in my head right now, it's a studio. Well, stop it. Banish it from your head. I like your sauce. <laughs> source, <laughs> source. Source sauce source. Why are you report? looking at me? Why are you doing this funny singing to the middle distance in the House of Pickles? Because if I make icons, by the way, House I'm, of Pickles. I might call it the House of Pickle Waters. <laughs> Why? Because it's more mosaic. Have you, built mosaic. A, have you bu- put some kind of man made river system in here now? Well, basically, yeah. Yeah. It's not piss, it's, is it? You have to piss on the floor. I have pissed on the floor. And it's your Willy Trickles. <laughs> have you been down Willy Trickle Lane? I like Willy Trickle Lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's lovely down Willie Trickle Lane. Pickle Waters. There are all these long boats. We could in do his a pee. children's TV show, Pickle Waters. The people of Pickle Waters Avenue. Yeah. Willie Pickle Lane. Now, talking of fucking sauce, yeah. which is what we're supposed to be doing, Paul. I hate this show. So Fortnum much. and Mason. Hey, hey, hey! Fortnum <laughs> and Mason? This is cheap show, mate. Well, it, this was free. You You fuck- can't get cheaper than free. Alright. Alright. Yeah? It within the parameters, now I know the context. Okay. But mate. And it's in the context tre- of sauce. Treading on thin water. Sauce. I'm (laughs) 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 treading Oh, classic Oh dear Oh dear (laughs) It's because you thought trending water, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh we have Finn fun, Wilson. don't we? Oh, we have fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, sorry. Oh, okay. we've peaked. That's I'm it. I'm it's okay. all downhill now just for the stop next the 90 fucking minutes. episode, man. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to Cheap Show, oh, Fort- funniest ever. <clears throat> Fortnum and Mason. Yeah. Christmas. Mm. Go <laughs> 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 on. Figgy mustard. <laughs> <laughs> it's figgy mustard on the Source Report today, Paul. Oh, I've got some figgy mustard. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It is like an Uncle Grumbly's yes. fucking product in oh, real life. If I read it out in that voice, here we go. Oh, would you like some of Miss Uncle Grumbly's Christmas figgy mustard? <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, you need a spoon. It says here, it's got some copy on it. Yeah. It's all in shiny foil writing. It's, it's hard. really hard to read. You haven't thought this through. Why can't I see anything? M- wanking years of wanking. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an old trope, Paul. Come up with something else. You'd make a, you'd like, make a prison bumming in the showers joke, wouldn't you? If, if you could, it was appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's, never, it's appropriate. never appropriate. Right, sweet and tasty. Yeah, sweet. And this tasty. figgy mustard. Uh is nothing short of a Christmas miracle. Right. Dollops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Dollop. Yeah. it on the side of your main meal. Right. Pair it with your pie and cold cuts. No, I will not, no. Mr. Fortnum and Mason. So it is a Christmas-based mustard that has, and what, this, figs in it? Uh, to me, Paul, this really... Yeah, it's mustard with figs in. Right. This really uh, epitomises... My whole problem with the Christmas palette—they oh. always just stick fruit in savoury things. Yeah, they do, not they? Fruit and nuts. You know what I mean? Christmas. Can they boil pe- take down. a fucking cheese and they put fucking cranberries in it. Yeah, or blueberry. Do you know what I mean? What do they do? The fucking at John Lewis or so like food experimental lab or whatever, sitting down there underground, going <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know it's what they It's a science doing. lab sound. Oh, science lab it's like sound. Like Bunsen, you know, boiling over and it's all. Okay, now, okay, team, we need new ideas for the Christmas offerings this year, and I've I've come up with sausage with a pineapple on it. Oh, I like that. I've got an idea. Bacon yeah. with bubba. Oh, that's nasty. It is nasty. So that's the sauce report, Paul. Also, my flatmate... Well, you don't even... Have you, have you tasted it? No. Do you want to do that now? Well, I don't know if you want to do it now, but I thought you might have had more context. Oh, oh. That's how I feel about tasting it. So what was, why bring it up? Oh, ho, ho. Why bring it up? Because oh, ho, ho. it's the source report, mate. But you haven't tasted it. It's a report on what's going on with sauces. It doesn't have to be tasted. It's a sauce. It exists. It that's exists like, in the world of sauces. It's like watching Top Gear and then fucking Clarkson goes, oh, it's the Cavati Veyron 7. And, and then you go, yeah. And then he goes, right, next on the show. He's like, no, well. I want to know more about the car you well, just listen, mentioned. Well, listen, there's a Bugatti. lot... Bugatti. <laughs> <very> <laughs> that was the word you wanted. But, Paul, you are treading on thin water. <laughs> because, yeah, one, I don't want to be like Top Show. The Source Report is its own... Top Gear. It's, the top. Source Report is its own fucking thing. Top and source. I, top source. As, as founding member of the Source Report Committee... What a loser. I... I get to say what sauces... Well, can, we will taste it on a, on an episode. All right. Or well, yeah. a mustard special. Yeah. All right. Well, do can we do a s- mustard b- brand off brand off? We can do if you want. Yeah. Let's do a mustard off brand brand off. Uh, off brand brand off. And I hope it goes as well as the uh, mayo one. The mayo one was good, wasn't it? Until it made you feel sick because you are just eating big dollops of mayo <laughs> on yeah. a spoon. I, I could do I do can do that. And what did we find out? It was uh, surprisingly the, the uh, Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's brand... Science Bruce was a good Yeah, uh, Well, there you go. Don't yeah. say we don't learn stuff on this show. Okay. So what what we got coming up on this show, Paul? Uh, well, I'm going to do a tells from the shop floor now. Oh. I'm going to ask you a question. Would you like a story about a dirty dog or would you like a story about a naughty old man? Oh, it's got to be the naughty old man. You, are you sure? Yes. All right, a dog. What a dog shit in a shop. I can see it. What's happening? The dog there rolls is, around in shit in the shop. There is some finesse and a twist. A, a, st- a dog twist farts. No, there's is- a dog fucking vomits, fart, shit, Sh- shag someone to ejaculation, Should shags he- an old lady. No, <laughs> no, you got a thing lately about defiling old people. No, I don't. You do. You keep saying, oh, okay. make it an old person. No, I do not. Make them nice and vulnerable. I, got like, I like fucking... that one, Tales from the Shop Floor. I thought it had the, a lot of good structure. You said you wanted more dead pensioners. When the guy died, yeah. Your words. And she more... ran out. Yeah. Ah, old lady in knickers running out. Yeah. So what, do you want the dirty old man or do you want the dirty I do, old dog? I want the dirty old man. And do you know what, Paul? Yeah. I don't want to, you know, be a nasty person, but I hope he dies. I hope this old man dies. All right, well, let's find out, shall we? Hello there, says Josh Kirchhoff. Oh, Josh Kirchhoff. Josh off. (laughs) Sorry, Josh. Josh off. Josh, you're off. It's almost like he says, "Josh, you're off." Read it. I know, Josh (laughs) Kirchhoff. Sorry, Josh. He's listening, going, "Oh, they're going to read my letter out before we even get there." It's like wanking. Just read it. Just read it. So, Josh. Hello, Josh. Josh off (laughs) says. Sorry. Sorry. He's not he says that I says that. I've not says that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't fucking speak today. He's not says that. I says that. I <laughs> <He> says in that. <laughs> oh dear. Oh God, poor Josh says, Hello there. Long time listener, first time caller, and all that jazz. As an aside, always oh, always going off topic already. All that jazz. You know, all that jazz. All it's that not business. It's jazz. It is. A, it's a song in it from a cabaret. Is it cabaret or Chicago? I don't give a fuck. As an aside, I'm sure you'll be glad to know this podcast is the only thing I've listened to that has made me feel physically ill. And Paul's anecdote about gobbling a load of thick green snot to hide it from his teacher and Uncle Grumbly's debut had me feeling extremely uncomfortable on my commutes. I don't know why Uncle Grumbly just is sticking around like a fucking sur- bad smell. I'm surprised he's lasted as long as why he has. Why doesn't you know? I like Jimmy Biscuits. What? what happened to him? He's on sabbatical. Or you know what? One of your other fucking voices. I don't have that many on rotation and not their voices they're fully fleshed out characters right. with needs and wants and desires and <laughs> yeah. goals and dreams does everyone know what happened to uh to Cheggers yeah he Th- died he dried up oh real that Cheggers not the real oh, no, keith, not, Cheggwin. He, not keith Cheggwin. no not Keith Cheggwin. not all right i mean Cheggers yeah he died son of snivelled. keith you should have kept son of in. keith's pseudo more oh god cheggers born of pseudo more <laughs> what are you fucking going on about Jaggers mate no I know what he's is up. he's dried up It's all dried up yeah, do you we, know that we found that during the awards episode Did oh right did you what you saw it yeah yeah can I look at it now no <laughs> please let's get through this fucking story <laughs> alright hello Josh anyway to the meat of the story I'm not 100% if this qualifies as what's the aside what was the aside him saying the show makes a mill oh yeah Uh, I'm not 100% if this qualifies as, while this takes place at a Tesco supermarket, I don't work there. Just purchase goods inside and occasionally recreational drugs outside. Oh, edgelord. While a couple of days ago, I was picking up some essentials on the way home. Salad, spring, onions, three bottles of antiseptic disinfectant. Mate, we don't need all the details. He's he's trying to intrigue us about what he needed the disinfectant for. So, salad, spring, onion, three bottles. He must have had large cuts. Is he going to make a poison salad sauce? He's probably got long cuts. On his penis. No. Why did you point to your penis, then, when you said long cuts? I did not point to my penis, Paul. I pointed to my leg. Perhaps you got confused. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Anyway, as soon as I arrived in the aisle, I was hailed by a man. Excuse me. Can I ask you something? Now, I'm a fairly suspicious person, the kind who will deliberately ignore someone addressing me in the street in case they ask for money or directions. Basically, I'm a Londoner. The man was short, perhaps mid-40s, wearing a suit and overcoat. He seemed to be just a normal businessman. But something about him was a bit off, so I made a mental note of what valuables I had on me. Thinking back... Not only was the overcoat strange, considering the lovely weather we've been having recently, but I also noticed he was carrying bags of shopping with the receipts at the top, so it looked like he'd already made his purchases and was just loitering around the shop looking to chat to someone. Okay. For the record, I'm a guy in my early 20s. I'm okay looking, which I feel is relevant for reasons you'll soon find out. So far, where do you think this story's going? The old guy's going to try and bam him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's quite where it's going to go. but no. I mean, there's going to be... we are just going to try it on. All right, well, I'm thinking, because he mentioned his physical attractiveness. Yeah. So, I, mean... I mean, that's his opinion. We haven't seen him. We don't know what he looks like. He could look like a fucking plate of dog's dinner, well, for all we know. All right? The man goes. The man goes? The man goes. They, they go to the pineapples. <laughs> no. the, 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 what about the... the coconuts, Paul? Where do they go? Oh, the limes. Who, look, they'll be putting them with fucking sausages and calling it Christmas. <laughs> right. The man says, do you go to a gym nearby? I don't but I was interested in going, and I was also interested in where this conversation was going. I said yes, and that was my first fatal mistake. Do men shower naked there? What? This is like the cockpit scene from Airplane. Yeah. Have you ever been to a Turkish yeah. bar or whatever it is? you a grown man naked? Uh, I like to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ, here we go. He wants to see some cock and balls. I answer affirmatively, affirmatively carefully considering whether I am too... If whether I, too, am a degenerate for talking utter crap in the hope of seeing where this exchange leads. Well, he's he's intrigued now. My second critical error, because the other day I was at the gym putting on my trainers and I was next to this guy who was getting out of the shower and he deliberately turned towards me as he took off his towel. So his cock was right there in my face. What is going on with this story, man? You picked it, mate. I, I said, do you want dirty dog peril. or dirty man? I thought he might shit himself or something. This is, this is disturbing. This is like Derek. He's like an unfettered Derek. He puts his hand inches away from his face, indicating how close the cock was. His massive, thick dung right in my face. Oh. I look down the aisle to see if anyone's coming to save me. Nobody is there. The old man now says, I was just like, Wow. Wow, but imagine if you're young and you've got a rocking body and a massive dong. You want to show it off, right? How does that make you feel? I wasn't expecting conversation to turn this weird so suddenly. This man's a fucking weirdo. He's, a, <laughs> he's the combination of an aggressively homosexual therapist and a dirty old man who likes peeking bigot cocks in a changing room. I just kind of smile and nod and tell him that it wouldn't make me feel anything and stop moving away from him. Visibly frustrated, he takes a step towards me. Have you ever heard the expression "growers and showers"? Oh, again I nod to evade the question. He grins and shifts his coat with his hand. I hear something. Oh, no, he's a dirt old rustler. He's a dirty fucking. F- I hear something. Coat wrestler. I hear something drip onto the floor. Sw- thwapage. We've I, got thwapage. I heard something drip on the floor. Wow. Oh, please come, down, John. And glance down to see that he's exposing himself to me. His fly is undone. His erect cock is out and literally dripping on the floor. I'm a shower. What about you? I panic internally. I have no idea what to do. So I just stand there staring at him for a couple of this seconds. This is a crime. Before, it is a crime. This is a sexual assault, isn't it? Yeah. This has got serious. It's not noise. He's, what did... Oh, why From behind I... me, a woman arrives in the aisle. Does she see his drippy Johnson? I don't know. She's also got a toddler it's and a pram. Leaky Ken. He is Leaky Ken. No, man. Leaky Ken's just leaky. He's not pre-cum. He, that's pre-cum, John. <laughs> leaky Ken is pre-cum as well. All right. God's God, good to know. <laughs> in, she, anyway, the old lady. Uh, a lady arrives in the aisle, instantly notices me retreating, and stops and screams at the top of her lungs. The flasher turns to look at her, Evidently not expecting anyone to have been around to see him, and lets out a yelp. From behind the front of the store, a security guard comes running. The flasher turns to look at him, evidently not expecting such a quick response, he hasn't even had the chance to put himself away. Oh, this is terrible. That's when the magic happens. The creep turns to run down the aisle, but with his first step, he puts his foot in his own self made puddle of pre cum. Well, losing no, traction. This is not true. And falling over. It, oh, you've just jumped the shark, it, Josh! <laughs> off. <laughs> it was like Charlie Chaplin slipping in a banana peel. Yeah, but instead of banana peel, it was a puddle of spunk. <sighs> I hate this show. Wow. What's it? What's it come? I heard someone recently say on the comments, "Oh, listen to some small episodes. It was all conversational and quite light." And you fast forward, and it's like pre-cum spunk spoff. <laughs> really? <laughs> Perhaps we should change back to a more conversational style. Anyway, he like yeah, He sl- slips on the spunk. He's been humiliated. He has no escape. He hasn't even bothered trying to get up. He laid there on his back, spread eagled on the floor, shopping scattered out of the bags with his back, presumably covered in his own jizz. No word of a lie, his penis gave one last throb of defeat before shrinking away. I didn't stick around while security guards picked him up and sorted him out. I spent long enough there, so I just picked up my beers and left. However, I did make extra sure that nobody's following me on the way home. <sighs> And then he says, do you want some Womble 7-inch finals? <laughs> yes. No, we don't. <laughs> yes, we do. I don't want any Womble 7-inches. <laughs> Why not? Wombling free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Is that a real story? Well, it could be. In which case, if I actually witnessed it, it'd be fucking hilarious seeing some guy with his big todgy out. No, it wouldn't be. I it would, would be, be even horrified. Watching him slip in his own spunk puddle. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. It's like those videos. You see videos of that guy who did a little puke. Yeah. Does a little puke. He's ugger like out on the town yeah. or whatever. Does a little puke and then falls flat on his ass by slipping in his puke yeah. that's just come out of his mouth. Have you seen that one? Yeah. It reminded me of that. Great. So What? Let's just turn this whole show into us describing you've been framed videos. Oh right, yeah. Do you ever see that video where a man hides in a bin and his friend comes around the corner and the man jumps out of the bin and the man reacts by punching his friend in the face? (laughs) I love that one so much. Oh, you got crisps? Yeah. That pickled was, I, didn't, onion? I didn't want to know. I didn't want to do that in the source report. So, uh... Marmite and pickled onion walkers. Uh, they're good ones, aren't they? Are these new? Marmite's been around for years. You no, just I've... don't always see it. Marmite crisp, you mean? Yeah. Marmite. Well, you asked if they're new. Uh, I haven't I know. really thought about it. Is pickled onion new? No. There's a pube on this mic. <laughs> Are you obsessed with pubes today? I'm not obsessed. There's been two. What You my just said I found I not... a pube in my mouth earlier. And I'm not sure it you wasn't said from found... you. Found... Well, I've been there, because I've... Do you know who's been doing pubes recently? What do you mean, who's been doing (laughs) (laughs) pubes? Who's been, you know, branching out to pubes? What do you mean, branching out to pubes? Uh, It will all make sense when I tell you who who it is. I hate this show. Grandma Sprinkles. Do you remember her? No. Grandma Sprinkles. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know (laughs) my... She was a good character, man. You just pooped her. Oh, because lady, lady Plops came yeah, along. Yeah, Lady Plops may be the main one, but yeah. Grandma Sprinkles has got something to say. And it could have been her who... Was it a grey you tell pube? No, it was a nice, thick, curly, black one. Okay. That could have been Can me. we not talk about pubes? <laughs> well, you just keep finding pubes everywhere. There was one on the mic. Yeah. There was. Yeah, there was. <laughs> God, God. Ah, this is a mucky I've show. I've teabagged the mic. Right, good. I've used the mic as a douche. Right, good. As a poultice. Yes. Yeah? Yes, I have. Yeah, what was the other one you came up with I've got recently? a whole tranche of poultices. A tranche of poultice. <laughs> hey, hey, though. Hey. Yeah. We should do both those flavours on the League of Snacks. We Sli- haven't done a League of Snacks in a while, so that's a good of idea. Snacks and Yeah, all yeah. right. Fair enough. They're good. Right. I think the Marmite one is a classic. And so the they're, they're pickled onion. Yep, Essentially, yeah, Essentially, just to give you a little summary, pickled onion is basically the flavour of um pickled onion monster. It's much, a vinegar on a crisp. Yeah. yeah. But it's a good flavour for a crisp. It's that tartness. That tartness that bites through. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? I don't care. What are we doing now? We're doing Silverman's Platter. Hello, on the hour. It's the platter splatter from your friend. Clyde McFatter. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about him. He's a character. He's like, I don't know, like a C character, isn't he? No, there's no Clyde McFatter. Let's was, talk about cheap show. Now, Clyde, Clyde McFatter. M- Clyde McFatter is an actual recording artist. Is he? Of the 1950s, yeah. I did not know that. What, yeah. do, what do I know is music? Um, no, I've got one I've been playing recently. Let the Boogie Woogie Roll. Let the Boogie Woogie it's Roll. sort of, yeah. Nice. R&B, I, very good. Great. And he sponsors yeah. Silverman's platter Does because he, Because he has a name that yeah. rhymes, so I can go, It's time on the hour for the Silverman's Platter Splatter, brought to you by Clyde McFatter. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a made-up name. Yeah. Anyway, what what we got on... Oh, I should know, shouldn't I? You really so, should know, it's your section. Today, yeah. ladies and gentlemen... There's a theme, isn't there? There's a theme. We are covering three comedian rap... R- four... I'm getting my producers telling me four. Yeah, four. Four. We might discuss some others. Yes, you won't we might hear go off on a slight f- tangent or covering 2 covering four comedians doing rap. R- yeah. Novelty records. Now, I wanted to do a little bit of research about this, Paul. Yeah. So I looked on Wikipedia and you. I put comedy rap in. Yeah. But there's a whole genre of comedy rap within hip hop, which is like legitimate, which is like De La Soul did it. Is this when, like, you know, when we were listening to the last podcast? Far and all Side, that? your mum is so fat. But do you remember do you mate... know that tune? No. Uh, do I? It's a good one. Anyway, uh, excuse what, me. What I'm... What's in your bed? Bread. <laughs> You've got bread, <laughs> wrapped bread in your bed. Yeah, I've got a whole loaf of bread here. Look at what at the size of, of that? Mate, why is it in your bed? Because Are you I've... sleeping with bread? It's the House of Pickles. I'm not sleeping with bread. Are you having sex with bread? Yes. Are you? Whipping I your... hollow out a bread and then I put my wee-wee in. <laughs> yeah? You pour some sauce on it, do you? No. You have a sex kebab night. I take a syringe and I put sriracha into my knob end. A new loaf for Eli really Silverman. Is. Look, stop trying to say shit about my bed. It's a fucking nest. Look, I've got... The Problems of Philosophy by Bertrand Russell. What are the problems of philosophy? He can't figure out shit. <laughs> <laughs> it starts off with him sitting by his desk and going, "Yeah, the desk is real, obviously, but is it? Well, you can't it... say why." Right. I'm not. I'm not getting into philosophy right Don't now. Don't get into philosophy. So, um, yeah. So these I'll... are comedians who have done rap novelty records. So As comedy rap, to... for example. Yeah. Do you remember on Silverman's Platters we did a uh, Fresh Prince and Jazz? Mike Jeffchin. Jackson thing. Mike, Mike Tyson. I can sorry. beat Mike Tyson. Yeah. That's comedy rap. Do you see what I mean? And you said Beastie Boys had a few. And Beastie Boys, yes. Now, remember when we listened I mean, to the last podcast? I've oh, got to get this point, okay. otherwise I forget. Okay. And they were talking about the rise of um you know East Coast, West Coast rap. And they were and saying they said it came from a novelty comedy record, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, the yeah. First novelty uh, kind of West Coast gangster rap record. Like Dracula and Wolfman yes. type stuff. Would that kind of fall into the same thing? Yes. Oh, okay. So the comedy rap is an actual and they said as well that Falco, Rock Me Amadeus, Rock Me Amadeus. That is comedy rap. Really? Not that song, but he used to have lots of other stuff where he sort of brought a comedic uh oh. hip hop approach. I don't know. But that's not what we're songs. covering. No. It's not comedy rap, which is a, an actual genre in its own right, yeah. is what I'm saying. These are comedians who are trying to sell a novelty record by doing a rap. Yeah. Because rap's popular. Yeah. But um, it's not though. It's a straight thing. It, it was about at it. the time. But for the audiences these people are reaching out to, no, it was it a wasn't. novelty, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was something you could sell as a novelty. So, if you're a comedian, you can do a Christmas song, yeah. you know, a funny Christmas song, an old musical hall standard, and you could do a rap, couldn't you? Yeah, because it's sort of a, it was a, a way of because it was novel at the time as a sort of form of music to the white masses of of. So Britain. it was gentrified remember? and made palatable. No, no, it's sort of they don't know what to do with it, so they think of it as a it's a medium for. A novelty record. Right. Because I was going to say, one of the reasons why I think a lot of these acts made these songs is because it allows them to basically do their characters spoken. Yes. They're not hiding behind a song or lyrics or tune. Exactly. That's they can reason. basically do their set. So that's another reason why it lends itself to comedy novelty yeah. records. There's one exception, I think, in the pile, which we'll get to. But the other three are basically acts saying, let's just do our act via rap. Yes. That's how we can sell and it. And rap had a certain zeitgeisty sort of... Um it's a strange thing, though, for a bunch of white middle-aged and older gentlemen to use as a medium yeah. to sell. Their well, there's act. a deep, there's a deeply sort of racist thing which is behind all of this, isn't there? Is there? Yes, because hip hop, yeah, wasn't wasn't mainstream. It wasn't allowed to be mainstream. It had to cross over to the pop, and it only okay. that only really happened in uh, in the nineties. Nineties, yeah. No, like, there was more. There was crossover stuff in the '80s, but do you see what I mean? So this is sort of like, yeah, like you say, it's sort of a, it's a way of them sort of exploiting a popular young youth media, youth culture, yeah, but not really understanding it because most of these records you wouldn't even describe as hip hop. No, and they're also, sort of disco records, sort of not weird disco records. Depending on the track we listen to, they vary, don't they? From disco to simple rap like Grandmaster Flash type stuff, and also what's the other thing I was thinking of? Fuck, like a little bit of. Oh I said disco, didn't I? Ah yes. fuck it, forget that point. Just forget it. It was shit. It was shit and, was shit just, and I'm sorry. You think about the Beastie Boys as well. Yeah. But they were a serious group. They were, but if you think of their big hit was basically a comedy what, song. sabotage. No. Um fight for our right to party. True. Well, do you know what? Where and do that we, had a where, funny video, didn't it? Yeah. Where should we start then? Should we start chronologically in terms of date? And yeah. go through it. Because yeah. I think Although they're all taken in the eighties, I think. I think. Well, well one's quite later. Is much later. Really. So let me see. That's eighty four. What was the year? Was this uh... eighty three? Is the year? Oh, okay. So these. This. All right. Well, let's start with the first one then. I think. Let's start on home soils with Kenny Everett. Kenny Everett and Snot Rap. And you know what? Let's just play a little bit of it now, so you know exactly what you're getting. Hello, creeps, it sits not here with some GPH for your flaming air. It's all in rhythm, it's all in rhyme. You know what I'm talking about half the time, it's a rap. It's a load of verbals, it don't make sense. It's all off the wall of the local gents. You can listen if you want, I couldn't care less. The whole thing's just sort all of musical mess, it's a rap so kenny everett it's not rap i, I don't know how it's not big... rap uh hang on how wh- okay why is it not rap tell me that now because i'm actually interested to see why he's kind not... of singing it's no, sort of, he's not, because he talks, doesn't he? It's sort of, but, yeah. All oh, right, okay. It's no, it got, is it a right. rap. Sorry, it is a rap, but it's it's very much a sort of disco backing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. A but... kind of late disco, sort of. I'm trying to find a bit more about Boogie it. sound. To the wiki! <laughs> Wikipedia! Right. So, anyway, we've talked about Kenny Everett on and off on the show in the past, haven't we? He's a bit of a genius, wasn't he? In the late 70s. Troubled. He was troubled as well, wasn't he? uh, You know, in in the uh, 70s uh, and 80s. Eccentric. He he was, but he was also a genius when it came to radio. He was a Tory as well, wasn't he? Big Tory. He was. The famous story about him coming on and giving Thatcher the big hands. The, yeah. It's... Did he? I'm seem to remember that. He had big hands and he what felt Thatcher up with his big hands. No, he came on with massive, huge hands, didn't he? Because uh, that was based on a character he did, the kind of preaching evangelist character. Yeah, with huge hands, yeah. yeah. But apparently, like he said, if I'm going to do this, I may as well do it ridiculously, and that's why he went overboard with it. But anyway, whatever. To cut a very long sto- story short, anyone outside the UK listening, he was a radio presenter first and foremost. Like messing around with audio, sketches. and then he developed into a TV comedian, yeah. didn't he? Really? Yeah, and he tried his hand at movies and songs. But and he was big. I it's one of the first TV shows I remember actually discussing in the playground and like it being a big thing because it was yeah. rude and naughty. It was naughty. He saw Lady Edgy. But you know what the wheel is? It wasn't too. There were times when you could put it up against Benny Hill that was on at the time, and yes. go same fucking difference, mate. But he had it, it somehow felt uh, less. Uh, Pervy Leary, less yeah, less sexist somehow, didn't it? Yeah, less he, grubby, he came yeah. across as like page three, the sun kind of titillation. Yeah, rude, cheeky. Yeah, and because he's Kenny Everett, you can get away with it. What was it named? Cleo, Leo, Cleo. And we had that woman who used to hang around with him all the time, Cleo Lane. No, Cleo Lane was a the... jazz singer. Yeah, that's Cleo Lane. Yeah, yeah but there's another one. Anyway. Let's just talk about snot rap. In 1977, it says on Wikipedia, Everett collaborated with Mike Vickers to release the single Captain Kremen. I've got that. Have you got that? Yeah. Oh. That's actually quite, I quite like it as a tune. What is that? It's just another sort of comedy song, but it, just like uh, the Snot Rap. Yeah. Snot Rap has an instrumental part two on the flip side of the seven. Okay. And the, Captain Kremen has a, also has a sort of almost <coughs> dub version on the other side. Okay. That's quite good. Ah. The song peaked at number 32 in the UK chart on the 12th of November. In 1983, Kenny Everett released the single, snot, snot Rap. When was Captain Kremen released? 77. Right, so a good F- five six years, years, six later. years, yeah. Ostensibly sung by two of his TV characters: Sitsnot, who was uh, a punk a character, punk character, yeah, no rocker, sort of rocker punk, yeah, and then Cupid, Cupid Stunt, Stunt, who was his American film star, who was a big, 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 big. slag. That was the joke, yeah, really. It was wasn't hilarious, it. big tits, and she, slept she with everyone. everyone loved that Cupid Stunt. Popular Spoonerism, as we all know. That was the point. This would peak at number nine in the UK chart in the week ending in 16th of April. A sequel single, Snot Rap Part 2, again performed in character, was released in 1985. But the B-side to this is called Part 2, Yeah, it's just a dub. Have you ever seen Snot Rap Part 2? I mean, I don't know if, if that might not be erroneous information. You think they got it wrong there? I,
1: unless no, because I, unless they said it was released later. In it's 85,
0: not... yeah. I know. If I find it, we want Part it. 2, I'll put it in right now. And I'd like to hear it as well. Right now. This won't take long, it's since not here with a rapping song We've done it before, but it's this is part two If you don't like it, you know what you can do I'm rapping again He's rapping again Look, I'm standing out, you're sitting out I'm rapping away and you don't care It kills the time, it's something to do You don't bother me, I won't bother you I'm rapping again it's good, it? He's rapping again Yeah, yeah, will oh, oh, you very much'll so what what do you what do you think of that I've got it's the problem with all novelty songs like this and this is across the board is that the first minute and a half maybe minute. Is enjoyable, and then after that you go, ah, oh, there's two more fucking minutes of this, and the joke doesn't last the length of the track. No. So the first like half of it, you think, ha 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 ha. All right, now wrap it up. Yeah. And also, it's because it's Kenny Everett, and it's written by people like the writers from his TV show, like Barry Cryer, helped write the lyrics. Yes. It. It's got that sneery tone almost, where it's like, oh yeah, raps just shit in it, just talking about whatever you think, and uh, uh. yes. And it's like, all right, don't make a shit song and then point out how shit it is in the song and think it helps it. Yeah. It's a little bit, it, it's enjoyable, but it's the joke runs out pretty quickly. And also, there is a sort of attitude you can feel with these records that they are kind of a bit sneery about rap. A little bit. But again, yeah. it's that weird thing where it's like, you're a white bloke in your mid to late 30s doing a song and you're exploiting a very popular type of music to do a song that, I don't know if your heart's in it, mate, I'll be honest. I, yeah. I, it it felt like someone turned around and said, do you want to make a song? Do you want to? And he went, all right. 'Cause rap's was, popular, to Yeah, do that. but I think, yeah, I think around this time, because they are all from around the same time, most of them, apart from the Beastie Boys ripoff, yeah. um, it must have been a big thing. And we were talking about the early eighties was huge for novelty records, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh Especially in Britain. It the whole the whole comic relief thing became a sort of yearly well, novelty for, record yeah. event, didn't it? Yeah, and that was when they gave a shit about having comedy content on Comic Relief. For those outside the UK who don't know, it's a y- Twi- every two years they have a telethon where comedians help raise money. And every year it just gets more and more depressing really? to watch. I've watched earlier ones from years ago, yeah. little clips online. You think, oh, there's the spirit the kind of, oh, anything could happen. Yeah, It's yeah, crazy. It's, TV, something so. could go fucking mad. And then you watch it these days and it's just like watching the one show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Slick. Here's the fucking cast of EastEnders doing yeah. cabaret. yeah, yeah. It is 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 all these actors pretending Uh. to do celebrity baker cake it's a it's a tough time for culture Paul, celebrity baker cake eli celebrity be a boss i'll be a boss celebrity eat a penis in the jungle i will eat a penis in the jungle would you if you would you if you offered money to go on i'm a celebrity i don't know how much they pay how much 200 grand yes The the answer is yes. And they'll be like, Eli. Scoffing, (laughs) chewy kangaroo knob. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Eli, stop. They were meant to last four weeks. (laughs) You need a whole bag of knobs. (laughs) (laughs) I've developed a real taste for kangaroo penis. They fear your name. What happened with Edmunds in the jungle? He went on and he got first voted out. Oh, he was first off? Yeah. And he was like, don't care, got my profile raised, got a load of money, joke's on you. And that is exactly how he operates. How he operates. He's a fiendish shark like, dead inside, yeah. psychopathic entertainment camp. He, <laughs> he is. He's like a shark swimming the yeah. water. He's of, got to keep moving or he yeah, dies. Yeah. And I get that. He's a wheeler dealer. He's a. I could be, it's good for you. That, would you why would are you, you singing be, that? Would you be why did you sing down? that then? Oh, I Would he's I all- be Edmunds' minder? Yeah, like he was Arthur Daly and you were like, you know, Pete Waterman. Yeah. Pete, Pete Waterman? Yeah. Peter Waterman, isn't he? Dennis Waterman. <laughs> who's Peter Waterman? I don't know. P- who's the guy from... Pete Doherty. No, Pete... Who's uh, the Kylie producer, Waterhunt, Powerhouse, <laughs> <and> Waterman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stock Aiken and Waterman. Stock Aiken and Waterman. Is that Pete Waterman? I b- think it might be. Oh, I hate this conversation. <laughs> what are we talking about?
1: We're talking about novelty
0: rap records. What do you think of snot rap? I actually think that the music, the uh production, the instrumentation is not that bad. It's, it's pretty no- good. not that bad, but it feels like it needs a bit more, it needs filler. It needs more filling out in the sound. Yeah. But that might have been the, what the sound was at the time. It's You know, it's interesting because uh in DJ circles yes. balls, these days, it's very popular. Uh, a very popular type of music is what they call Brit Funk. Which is a sort of disco funk stuff made in Britain around this time in the early eighties. Okay, and I've been playing a bit of that. It's sort of jazzier than the American right. stuff. It's got a certain sound and it's quite popular. People are bringing reissuing it right. all over the stuff. And that this sounds a bit like that oh, kind really? of thing. Yeah, like the that Brit horn part. section it's got in the, yes. in the track and the sort of bass. You're right. The bass is kind of is quite sort of thin or isolated. It doesn't feel like like it's swelling out the sound of the song. Yeah. And that's that's the kind of sound that you get with Brit, Brit Funk. But before we move on, I do want to say half of me thinks he knew it was shit in the first place. And, you know, he made those album collections of songs he played on his radio show and then released them as albums, like the worst songs ever in the world. The worst songs ever. Yeah. It feels like he was happ- that would have been happily on side B. He, he was could've. basically an Im- a human embodiment of a novelty record, wasn't he? He was yeah. like so novelty record. He had his problems and his demons, but he's a proper source of inspiration to people in radio. Yeah, you know. because he was he was super good at it. Yeah, like the, all the sort of the actual uh, technical aspects of it. But he's dead, so let's move on okay. to the next one. So we'll do Dangerfield then, because that's the same year, nineteen eighty-three. Dangerfield. Now this was a charity shop find. You found it, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, and it was a complete. It was so when we were talking about this month, pretty much months ago now. It started because I think we found this online, and then we subsequently found it in the wild. And I thought because it was a 12-inch, it was just an elongated version of the single version. Which I tell you what, we'll play it right now. This is "Rapping Rodney." I tell you all right now, but last week I was in rough shape. I don't get a break with nothing. I played hide and seek when I was three. No respect, no respect. Why they wouldn't even look for me? No respect, no respect. I was an ugly kid. I never had fun. No respect. No respect. They took me to a dog show and I won. No respect. No respect. When I was born, I brought no joy. No respect. No respect. My old man said he wanted a boy. No respect. No respect. I was an ugly kid, always alone. No respect. No respect. Halloween, I had to trick or treat over the phone. No respect. No respect. Friends don't call, my phone don't ring. I don't get a break with anything. What's the matter? Death, where is my sting? It's just Rap and Riding. Ain't that type? No, no, Rap and Riding. Get out of sight. It's just Rap and Riding. Make no mistake, or old Rap and Riding. Can't get a break. As you can tell, very similar in many respects to Snot Rap, but. This isn't just a single; it's twelve inch, and it's got basically a live set. From it's got Roger a D- whole live set, which is fucking great. It's just such a great thing that he that he did that. He's just a classy operator, you know. You put your your novelty thing. He must have had a deal with the record company and said, "Yeah, okay, you can put out this silly novelty rap, rap record, yeah. that might sell, but can I put like a really good recording of one of my live shows?" Well, on. You've got to remember as well is that. Um, and it's he, a really good recording. It's a really good performance, isn't it? Because it's recorded at his nightclub in, yeah. I, th- I want to say New York, yeah. you know, Dangerfield. It's, it's classic Rodney Dangerfield, isn't it? And if, yeah. It, and, some, and I don't know why, but over the years, the more uh, Rodney Dangerfield I see, the more I just love <laughs> love it. it. Isn't it weird? <laughs> it's weird. He got, I believe he got into comedy really late in yeah. his life. And, you know, people who know Rob, Ra- his, his whole shtick is, everyone's a schlub, I'm the worst schlub of all. Hey, I can't believe it. My life. You know, I, it's mad that he gets everyone to sort of do the call and response about wh- when he changes the topic. His, yeah, whatever his topic. Oh, is Chicago. Yeah. What about Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. What about the one where he says, oh, I've got a drinking problem. I went for a urine test last week. and had an olive in it. What, no, he, oh, you really are. Well, I don't do stand up, do I? Fuck me. You fucking hemorrhaged that joke out your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Shut up. Well, that gives you a chance I got to a drinking it, problem. Went to the, my doctor. He did a urine test. See? He took it from me, put an olive in it. No, he didn't say that. The joke was he had a urine test. I'll put an olive. Go on, where? In your. Mises. <laughs> this is, says it's an album on Wikipedia. Rapping Rodney is a comedy album by American comedian Rodney Dana. It is an album. In 83. Yeah. The title track is a rap influenced novelty song co written by J.B. Moore and Robert Ford Jr., the same songwriters who worked on Curtis Blow, The Breaks. That's a very early rap record. Is it? Yes. Interesting. He was a very early rapper, Curtis Blow. Dennis Blair co-wrote I actually the song. Actually, ha- I have a Curtis Blow. I think I've got that record mm-hmm. over there. The accompanying music video, which includes cameos from Pat Benatar and Don Novello, has played heavily on MTV at the sign of relief. The rest of the album consists of a live stand-up set. The time set. of release. The sign of relief. You read that as <laughs> up." I mean, come the on. The rest of the album consists of a live stand-up comedy show. Under the titles Rodney Rapping and Rodney continues rapping, recording it live at Catch a Rising Star at New York City. The album peaked at eighty-three on the Hot one hundred Billboard chart and earned Dangerfield a nomination for Grammy Award for Best Comedy Recording. It's good. It's a very good comedy recording, and it is. It's it's again. It does what Snot Rap tries to do with its characters, but does perfectly here. Uh, what the the uh, your song you're talking about? It's just him doing his setup, pull back, reveal. You know what I mean? It's yes, like, but they're cleverly linked. Great, and musically. Structurally similar. It's not again, it's not hip hop, is it? It's just sort of like a disco tune and they get some black uh, female backing singers. That to seems to be a common trend. A common trait with it's these records. Rap. Chorus is sung by the backing singers. Yeah. And that tends to be disco y. Yeah. Disco y. Yes. A bit disco y, but not hip hop. And people I guess people just didn't really it hadn't really come through. I mean, rap had started, but Cause the, the hip-hop, the music hadn't really started to come through, cross over to the mainstream. No, not at all. But this was rap as we understood it from, like, 1981 on, onwards, yeah. in terms of mass popularity. Yeah. Was it Grandmaster Flash? Was that the first, like, big hit rap? Um, mainstream. Well, they say um, Rapper's Delight was the first. Okay. Hip. Hop, hip. Hip. hippie. Don't stop. Yeah. Bam, bam. Boogie. Yeah. Do, upside, hotel, motel. Holiday in. in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do the whole song now. Oh a bing bang boogie boogie boom bang boogie bing bang boogie boogie boo. That's a different song. A bing bang boo. A bing bang bing bang boo I like this song. I do like that song though, yeah. Oh bing bang boogie bang
1: boo bing a bing bang bang boo bing bang boo bangy biggy boom bang boo biggy biggy
0: boom big a big bang A big bang. So, so far, what's better, rapping Rodney or snot rap? I think rapping Rodney is better. I think it's funnier for a start. Definitely. has jokes. It's just a string of jokes. Better production. Yeah. Right. I like it. I like Rodney Dangerfield. You know, I like his material. I wonder, though, if they actually put the... I'm interested in the formatting of this. If he actually put this record out as a seven-inch, the actual, just the song. Don't know. Maybe not. But I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah. But that's what to say. Didn't, they... oh, didn't get released in the UK or in Europe. So, you know, maybe just put on 7-inch radio stations. Who knows? Could be. Maybe you've got one out there listening. Do you? Yeah? Can we have it? What do you mean no? Fuck off. What do you want it for? I want it. Oh, all right, then. Let me talk to him, Paul. All right. <laughs> hey. <laughs> give us it. Give us it. Yeah? All right, then. He said no to you as well. Yeah. Yeah, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> right, next one. We go on to 1984
1: now, and this is Hitler Rap rap.
0: by Mel Brooks. Now, do you think this would have been released today? Well, let's get into that. But first of all, let's play the first bit of Hitler Rap by Mel Brooks. Similar. Rap, rap, rap. Backing singers do a disco-style medley. Disco-style. All these tunes... It's a formula, ha- uh, isn't it? Yes. A very safe, familiar formula. All these tunes have like a keyboard uh, synthesizer solo. As well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Have> an <laughs> instrumental <laughs> solo on a keyboard and... Uh, yeah. yeah. Lovely. So... Um, and the backing singers. So you're wondering, maybe, out there, why did Mel Brooks release a song where he raps as Adolf Hitler? And he's got the full regalia. Yeah, it, well, in the pop video, it's him as Hitler, all funny, like, you know, like Freddie Starr did, yeah. <laughs> and he does his rap in a kind of minimalist, uh, black and white set with drapes of red, and dancing ladies, and they're all kind of, oh, 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 and he's all like, uh, 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 ah, yeah. ah, and then they do dancing. <laughs> the reason why the song was released is because he just released a movie called To Be or Not To Be which in itself was a remake of an old, I think, a 1940s, 50s film. Yeah, I've never seen it. So, Was it a flop? Do you know what? I don't know. All I know is that the basic plot was they're a Jewish acting company acting during the rise of the Third Reich in Berlin. And it's that kind of... Wow. S- so I believe it was a kind of personal project. It had his wife uh yes, Bancroft. It was a big personal uh, project for him. Is it like a did he do a comedy remake of a drama film? Is 1942 that it, was original and then '83 was his remake. So let me have a quick look on that there wiki like mate. I realise we used to hide from wiki, but actually it gives context and we can riff on the facts we learn. That's what it should be. It's not just about ripping off other people's hard work and research, even though we do Paul, weekly. Paul, what are you okay? Yeah, I think that guy wants to talk to you, which oh, not him. I don't, yeah. <laughs> Mate, just he's still I, going on about that record just let Paul let me, let me have a word let me get hey! a word in edgeways hey you yeah oh not no, him no you not <laughs> him <laughs> alright come on what uh, What you got from wiki talking to him or no, me no you I'm talking to you but what about him I've shut the door to him oh the dimension of him, right? Good to be or not to be, 1983 film, American war comedy, uh, directed by oh, directed by Alan Johnson, produced by Mel Brooks, starring Mel Brooks, Anne Bancroft, Tim Matheson, Block, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, screenplay was written by Ronnie Graham and Thomas Meehan. I didn't know that. Is Do there you a, know who those people are? No, oh. but I'm just saying. I thought it was a, 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 it was more Brooks led. I, I see. Interesting. So apparently it wasn't particularly well reviewed. Three stars. Robert Ebert combines some backstage musical with a wartime romance and comes up with an eclectic comedy that raced off into several directions, usually successfully. So he liked it. Doesn't mention uh, the original film. No, it does. It has connections. It says it's mostly faithful to the 1942. There are some dialogue and lines taken verbatim from it, but certain things differ and, and, and certain plot points differ. But other than that, it's pretty much uh, the same story. Oh, it does say, uh, inc- it says in the remake, his dresser Anna was replaced by Sasha, allowing them to dress the plight of gay people under the Nazis as well as the Jews. So there's a character in there that they changed the sexuality of. Oh. Probably, I don't know if that doesn't mean they just had this mincing American actor come on. And Probably. Because, oh, no. yeah, Mel Brooks does do that in his films, doesn't he? he, he yeah, he does. <laughs> it's hard to defend yeah. some of that shit. And that's where we get into the interesting part, which, like, you couldn't release that song now because there'd be a fucking outrage. But the song is, is works in the same way the producers did. He goes, here's a horrible cunt from history. The best way we can take the edges off him is to make fun of him, you know? So the approach in the song is to make him like he's a hip, cool daddy talking about his career and how he's a the rise and fall yes. of Pimp Daddy Hitler. Yes. And it's a ridiculous concept. It doesn't quite gel with the tone of the movie, though, which is gentler than yeah, Mel yeah, stuff yeah. tends to be. It's bizarre. It's an odd. It's like we want to sell the movie, and this is a charity shop record that you see all over the place. You You really really fucking do everywhere. Both the twelve-inch version and the seven-inch release, Paul. Yeah, you see it everywhere. Yeah, you see it everywhere. See it absolutely everywhere. It's like, for instance, on this album, this uh, compilation album, I found it on. It was weird, because when I, when I got it home, I found out that the two albums inside were from two different albums, not connected to the one, one of on of which sleeve. was from that album. One of, one of which was from the album with the sleeve. Hungry the for Hits. One was just from another compilation, but they both had the Hitler rap on. Really? Yeah, weirdly. But on the other one, it's called To Be or Not To Be Rap. Because yes. apparently, you couldn't put Hitler on it. Which well, is it was obviously enough. Hitler, though, I was singing it. Recorded by Mel Brooks in 1983 for Island Records, appears on the soundtrack. It was derived from the burlesque show within the film, but did not appear within it. It also echoes 1967's producer with the line, Don't be stupid, be a smarty, come and join the Nazi party, take it from springtime for Hitler. Ah. The accompanying video, he dresses like uh, Mel Brooks dresses like Hitler and raps about the events in the Third Reich. Whilst, ha- whilst having limited success in the United States, the song managed to chart high in Australia and the UK, peaking at number three in the former and 12 in the UK singles chart. It reached number one in Norway and number two in Sweden. Weird. They like that humour. Yeah. Number one in Norway, and I would say, out of all the rappers so far, he sounds the most proficient you think doing so? the rapping. I think he's comfortable with that all that kind of musical, tactile kind of bending, stretching, making words fit songs and beats and things You'd like that. You think he's a better rapper than Kenny Everett? Yeah, Kenny Everett does two different characters, but he, he doesn't raps really in two rap, different though, does he? Yeah. he kind of talks, with at least. I would say he does rapping in this because he's got the beat and he puts the effort in and he makes all the inflection, the intonations right on certain words so they register. What about Rodney? What does Rodney do? He just Rodney's sort of, gags kind of get lost in production. He sort of and yeah. he's like, hey, I got it. And the meter is all the, all the, the is the meter. All oh, right, It's all the same with Rodney, isn't it? Yeah, it just doesn't change. It, he it, contracts do- his jokes to fit the beat of the yeah. song. Yeah,
1: So they all, all yeah. they
0: all do the same beat basically. But, but with this, it, he sort of plays around with the rhythm a bit, I, I would say. Yeah. yeah, I would say he's a bit more proficient as a rapper. Yeah. And again, I think yeah. that goes back to his old you know He's a performer. Comedy performance days. All his films are packed with songs and this yes. and Bob's. He's more of a, like a musical comedian. Yeah. I love Mel Brooks. I, I like all the acts we're talking about so far. I love Kenny Everett for very different reasons than Robbie yeah. Dangerfield for very different reasons for Mel Brooks. But maybe the last one not so much. Well You're fond of it. Now, now what, what is of the it? last record on our selection of uh, comedy novelty rap Well, records, I think Paul. we've talked about this before, maybe briefly, but it is Stutter Rap, No Sleep Till Bedtime by Morris Minor and the m majors picked up in a charity shop in Camden. Bedtime, boys. Oh, mom! Oh. Oh. Now, hey there, people, won't you land in here? Because I've a story to tell and I'm telling I was born in a town in the great UK. From a baby to a boy to a man today, and I'm a musical man, and I'm a man of birth. But I got a little problem, and it's getting worse. My life was so well planned, surviving and a job in a funk Cause rapping, it's my bread and butter, but it's hard to rap when you're born with a saint stutter. Well, no one's ever seen what I mean from the age of nananananana thirteen. We've all been caught in a, a, a mouth trap. So join with us in the us stir, 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 stir the rap. Yes, now Just this. no one's ever seen what I mean from the age of nananananana thirteen. We've so there's lots been... of specific. What was pleasing about this? Yeah, is there are lots of specific references to things that. That were happening at the time. So there's a reference to 19 by Paul Hardcastle. And then the 19. And there's also a reference to Chucka. Chucka. Which is a great gag. It's a great. This is well written. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they use the Beastie Boy sound. That's to it. To take the piss, but also they themselves as characters are like try hard posh boys trying to be edgy New York rappers. Yeah. yeah. Are they rappers, Beastie Boys? I guess they are. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just weird because they They have... started though as a. a a uh, punk, hardcore punk group. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. And then what, just changed over time? Yeah. Well, they were, you know, they were in New York when it was all going going on. It was all going down and they just moved their sound to the new ground. But uh-huh. like this is definitely clearly pastiching the early Beastie Boys production sound and uh, fight for their right to party. All and of that and stuff, yeah. Although Sabotage came much later, so I don't know. Sabotage right. came much later and doesn't really sound that like no, that anymore, No, it doesn't like that does anymore, yeah like that you like sabotage yeah it doesn't sound like that i don't know who it does now anyway produced by grandmaster jelly tot Was a it Grandmaster and then jelly tot uh oh so wiki says <laughs> oh stutter rap is a song by morris minor and the majors like by tony hawk's Tony, Hooks. are you trying to do it as a rap or the what's... song as a stylistic? Paul, parody. Oh, this is not working. You're treading it's on thin wor- water. So- <laughs> off. The song is a stylistic parody of the Beastie Boys, and the subtitle plays on the '87 single "No Sleep Till Brooklyn." The record sold, yeah, 2200,000 copies. A lot, yeah. Hook, uh, uh, Haw- Hawks, Tony Hawks, probably the most well-known of the three comedy actors playing the Morris Minor guys. He, if, if you're in the UK, he's popped up in stuff. Off the top of my head, it's not a great example, but off the top of my head, he's popped up in Red Dwarf one or two times. Yeah. Uh, things, things like that. Yeah, you know, you've seen. It. He did that book, didn't he? Round Island with a fridge. Remember that one? Which was what he took a fridge round island. Yeah, it's a, it's a good book. Yeah. It's, a, it's well worth reading. It's a funny read. Uh, it does obviously. It's like a. I think it's a bet. He loses the bet, so he has to go around nine with a fridge. Okay. Anyway, Hawks started out as a songwriter, but was not successful. Instead, he became a comedian and a writer. However, in turning to comedy, he achieved a hit with Stutter Rat, which reached number four in the UK, number 14 in Canada, and number two in Australia. Written by Hawks and performed with him along with two others – doesn't fucking say who, poor bastards. Yeah, poor <laughs> bastards. In the video for the song, John Deacon of Queen makes an appearance wearing a blue rib, Ooh. a wig and playing guitar. The song was accompanied with another boring B-side where the chorus simply repeats the line, very, 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 very boring. So the B-side was another joke song, but not anything to do with rap or hip hop. No. Just sort of a silly joke. Oh, that's song. interesting. So, you know, uh, producers, and I said Grandmaster Jelly Tot. I click on it and it goes, Jacko Jackiskiskis. Michael Jacko, born Michael Lee Curran in 1958, is an English musician, record producer, and actor. He released several solo singles, album songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and has been the lead singer of King Crimson since 2013. <laughs> what Fancy jelly Lives Top. in Archway, apparently. Or was born oh, let's go Archway. see him. Before let's joining down there. King Crimson, he led bands for 30 years, 64 Spoons, oh, cent- 64 spoons. 21st Century Schizoid Band, that's based on a, another King Crimzoid. That must have been a King Crimson tribute. Actually. Rapid eye movement. He was a member of Level 42. Oh, God. Uh, and he's collaborated with Danny Thompson, Gavin Harrison, and Dave Stewart. He's a session musician. Works in comedy and acting. So he's worked with French and Saunders. Yeah, he's basically behind a lot of the. And he had the pseudonym Grandmaster Jelly Tot for, yeah, for, for that. that record only, which yeah. was a reasonable kick for him. Well, there you go. I like it. I it's know. fun. It's for me musically is sort of the weakest. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, but it's a hard battle between that and snot rap for me. In many respects, I think stutter rap just wins out. And I was going to say as well, Paul, for different reasons, but and perhaps to a less extent. This would not be released today, would it? Wouldn't, well, because, because you can't make fun of Stutters. You can't make fun of Stutters. Oh, it's, it's, it's just such a tricky fucking topic because it's it's innocent and you could probably play it on the radio right now and none would give a shit. But if it's a new thing, then the idea is you should have hindsight. Yes, you could do that then. You shouldn't do that now. Yeah. But you know, for instance, by that logic, we need to ban Boom Shake the Room by uh, Will Why? Smith. Why does he go? stutter, and I fumble every word for word for utter. and I try to ch- 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 chill, and I get worse, 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 worse still. So he does. not have the to get But that's quite it. skill and I to do and I can start get start through it. as to so, to the ceiling no, do <laughs> noise Sticky business, oh, it's sticky business. It's not sticky business, no, it's not sticky business. Oh, it's the, it, it, oh, it's time for the cheap show rap. My name is Paul, and I'm wearing a hat, and I'm sitting in a chair, and I'm looking at my mate, whose name is Eli. He masturbates in the toilet, in the bathtub, in his room. He does it in the light and in the gloom. Oh, he's Eli. That's his thing, and he plays with his little tiny dingling. Oh, it's the cheap show rap. It's the cheap show rap. It's the cheap show rap boom, 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 boom. Oh, it's the cheap show rap It's the cheap show rap It's the cheap show rap Hello, my name is Eli And I wank in the toilet That's just my lyrics <laughs> Fucking rap something new You can't even rap something Hello, new Hello, my name is Eli I've got a shirt and also some socks I don't know what's worse <laughs> You fucking awful rapper <laughs> Oh, I've got figgy jam in my hand. Oh, I've got a newspaper. just stop. (laughs) Out of the four songs. Oh, I've got a newspaper. What are the four (laughs) songs? Out of the four songs, what's the best? I've got four songs on my nong. Out of the four songs. not even a word. Mate. Hello? (laughs) Fuck (laughs) off. Out of the four songs, which is the best? Got to pick one. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Oh, I don't like any of them. I know, but you have to pick one. You have to pick one. But you have to hear. A lot. Yeah, like you have to put it on your phone. And I always think hear I'd go for it. snot rap. Really? Yeah, the instrumental version. That's not really the... No, you have to pick the B A side. That's the rules. No, no, that's no, the one, no. That's the one we're talking about. That's the focus. All right, that's still snot rap. All right, I would probably go with Hitler rap. You what? Oh, fuck off. All right. I'm just saying, I'd pick that. It's the most musically pleasing to me. And it's funny. It's My name a, is Eli. Right? And I've got some floss. I take it in. a lot. I've got some floss, right. and I take it, and I put it in a wooden casket, and... Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking hell. I and I put it in a wooden casket. Who could have asked it? A wooden casket. <laughs> it's it's right, less M&M. Cut... It's less M&M and more Pamers, isn't it, really, with you? I've got a fleece with lots of bugs in, and I'm going to take them and put them in... Neurotoxin and I've got Oh mate, now it's just getting out of hand Stop, (laughs) stop He's asking you to stop Who is, you know Oh, Tell him to speak to me directly then Mate, speak to, I just said speak to him I will obey (laughs) (laughs) Ah, here I am again Flying on my magic carpet over North London Oh, it's exciting Oh, look over there I see Eli's left his window open again at the Country Noodle Test Lab Kitchen, whatever it's called. C- Country Open Noodle Test Lab Kitchen. Kitchen Test Lab. Uh, cunt. Anyway. I wonder if he's making some noodles right now. Why not fly in and see? Oh, here we go. I'm going in for the window. Ah. Oh. 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 Let me just close this. Oh, hello, Mr. Silverman. Oh. Hello. Oh, I didn't see you there. How are you? <laughs> I'm. Oh no, no, no. Oh, I'm very good, Paul. Thank you. And welcome to my country urban noodle test lab. Oh, it's exciting. Kitchen, kitchen. Um, we've got two noodles for you today, Paul. Yeah. Two great noodles. and We've got one stir-fried style. Yeah. Right. And one soup-based style. So, we're representing both major groups of instant noodle types. That's fascinating. Well, we're all here to see what we can see today on this magical adventure in the Urban Noodle Country Kitchen uh, Test Lab. And Country Urban Noodle Test Lab. Kitchen. Workshop. Workshop in progress. Right. So, oh, tell us about the two we're working with today. Well... I'll start with the big boy, yeah, the big number, (laughs) the main attraction, as it were, Paul, on today's show. This is Samyang. They've got the noodle world by the bollocks. They're taking the noodle land by storm. They are numero uno noodle brand worldwide with their worldwide known hot... Chicken flavour ramen. We've been there, Paul. Yes, we have. We don't need to cover this, but we have tried both the one-time spicy and the two-time spicy. Now, Samyang is like the apple, isn't it, of noodles in many respects. They're big at the moment. Now, uh, but they all, what they do is a variation on one flavour, which is interesting, because this is hot chicken flavour ramen. They're all hot chicken flavour ramen, but they do... This, for example, is a cheese one. And we tasted one. Do you remember the carbonara, which I thought was cheese, which was pink? That wasn't actually cheese. It was carbonara flavour. Oh. So, a bit of a mistake. Sorry. If you thought we were doing a cheese Samyang hot chicken ramen before, it wasn't. It was the pink packet, which is the carbonara. Now, this is the actual cheese, yeah? This is the cheese. It's the big cheese. This is normal cheese. You can see it's got a, a yellow packet and a picture of cheese. Yeah, no, well, I got the it. The one had a picture of cheese and a pig, which it should have caught me out. I should have seen that and thought, hang on. Rookie error. You know, what's this pig doing? <laughs> Pigs don't do cheese, do they? No, they don't. What's this pig doing on my packet? Well, a, a lesson for us all there, I think you can understand and so, agree. Uh, I don't know about you, but the two times spicy was too hot for me. And the first time spicy is quite hot as hot well. enough. Yeah. And... Another one I've bought. I'll just grab it for you down from the noodle shelf up You can see this is the Jiang Jiang, which is black bean. Oh. But it's still hot chicken flavor ramen. Yeah. But this is and they've also do a numbing pepper style which I want to taste. As Have well. we not done a numbing pepper one? Did we do the numbing? Yeah, um, we did do a numbing. T- it wasn't particularly numbing, was it? It was a uh, tingly. It was okay. Okay. So, so this how the... this one is prepared, cheese one prepared how? Uh I need to boil the noodles. Uh, which I'll start doing now. Alright, Paul? Yeah. I'm gonna oh let's just see how many packs it is. I think two. They usually these Samyang come with a dry powder and then a very thick sauce. And how but much will it, be cheese? How It'll, much is one of these cost at your local Chinese or maybe just local supermarket? Around a pound twenty. But they're bigger than your average one. And look at the look at those noodles. I mean that's a fucking healthy healthy block of noodles, isn't, isn't it? it? Looks like a big thick Thick wedge of no. shredded wheat, and as oh, I guess. shredded wheat. <laughs> yes, it looks like shredded wheat. As I guessed, we have one dry powder pack and one saucy sachet. Saucy sachet. Okay. Is that when you do this when you walk? No one can Woo! see that. No one can see that. Well, I'm and walking saucy sassy, mincing around saucy sachet. It was. It was a saucy chanté. Chasse, Chasse, Ch- Ro- Roxanne Chante. Who, who? What? Is that your drag act? No, it's a hip-hopper. Ah. Uh-huh. He's a rapper. Rocks- the real Roxanne. You I've never heard of that. You're lame. Right. Now, I'm just looking at the uh, cooking instructions on this cheese Samyang pork. Can you make this a bit more interesting, mate? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I'm trying. uh uh-huh. <laughs> What's that? Uh-oh. I'm just doing. Mm. What? Teen Yeti? Yeah. Teen Yeti's Urban Noodle Country Kitchen. Hello, oh, hello everybody. Oh, Teen Yeti. Yes, it's Teen Yeti. I'm back. And uh, uh, I've actually been working. I heard you guys. I was in Mount pants, you know, looking out the window. Oh, looking at all the scribbles, all, 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 all scrambling around out there in the skiddies. I've got trees of skiddies, specially made. Trees of I have. I have. You may scoff, but I have trees of skiddies, specially made. Ah, Teen Yeti. And I thought, oh... I can do a rap. Right. And I'm a bit of a comedian, you know, in my, <laughs> in my, you know, sometimes. So uh, straight out of Mount Gotpens, I come down. So just to say hello. alright? Bye. So, all right, thank you. Well, we look forward to his rap song coming up in the future on Cheap Records. Now, back to the task at hand, Paul. Concentrate, because you're, I'm going to expect some help in the test lab from you today okay right um put noodles into 600 ml of boiling water right five minutes right remove water from saucepan and then put that in it basically right yeah familiar it yeah it's a familiar technique right let's get this let's get it boiling yeah let's get it boiling so the kettle's just uh, being reheated it has you been be pre-boiled put already pan for me. put the heat on for that please he wants the heat this on one. for this one that's the wrong section, isn't it? It's on that one I've put. put that one on. So I do that one. No. I also do this one. On, <laughs> this one? Are you okay, man? I got it. Yeah. It's not working. Ah! <laughs> Fucking hell! It went woof! Don't play with fire! All I did was do as you instruct. Right, I've heated it up. The pan is now getting hot on the stove. Add the water. I'm not going to measure it, Paul. I'm not going to measure it exactly because we're going to drain all the water off because it's a stir-fried one. It says 600 ml, so I'm going to give it a good lot because I don't know if you know. It's the same for pasta, all kinds of pastas and noodles. The more water, the better it's going to cook. The more fully, more evenly it will cook. Right? Yeah. Did you know that? No. Go for the biggest pan you can when you're doing spaghetti. Just spat in my face. (laughs) More where that came from. (laughs) It's not. I fucking hope not. Right. I don't want your spittle in my face. Okay. Right, he's putting the wedge of uh noodle. Is it fried egg? Egg noodle? No. What is it? Wheat. Wheat? He's put it in. They can't because egg noodles will go off so you don't generally... Oh, what's a strange uh, fizzing is going on there? It's called bubbling. It's when water gets hot, you fucking idiot. When it gets hot, it's called bubbling, is it? Yeah. I'll give you bubbling. A bubbling hot... Hot, heart, hot heart, no, the okay, heart. Shall we move on to that's ready. That's going to go. What? That'll be it's done. a few minutes. Uh, shall we move on to our next one, yes. Paul? Now, right. bit, something bit special here, Paul, oh. in the country urban noodle test lab kitchen. It is pickled pepper beef oh. noodle. Pickle, pickle pepper. So I'm hoping that this has actual a wet pack, which is a special thing. A wet patch. A wet pack. Yeah. Of I love a wet pack in a, in a noodle. It's like always a poultice. Quality. No, not like a poultice. You know what it's like a poultice? <laughs> again. No more P words. All right, you tubby-lipped twat. I'm hoping it has... Fucking hell, mate. You know, I'm not tubby-lipped. You've got a fucking... <laughs> You've got a fucking tongue like... Like a snowman. What's that mean? A snowman who's forgot what day it is. Like a snowman in a hat. <laughs> wow. Wow, I'm just going to go over here for a minute and just look out the window, no. Well, uh, what? You have to you... tell him about the other noodle! Alright. It's a beef, pickled pepper beef noodle. I'm hoping it has a wet pack of pickled peppers. That's <laughs> easy for you to say. I'm hoping it has a wet pack, a wet of, pickled pack, pack of pickled peppers. have a look? Look at that fresh pickled pepper on the back oh. of the pack. Let's open this up. I knew you were going to have a hot pickled pepper snack. Yeah, you can see the noodle I would have put slimmer. a better wind guard on this. The noodles are much slimmer. Oh, they are. They're like They're a little uh, round p- uh, shape, the actual pack. And let's see how many sachets we... Oh, I've got a wet sachet. My fingers are nudging wet sachet here. <laughs> Paul, uh No, there's a three... It's a three-packer, Paul. It's a three-packer. Oh, look at this. Look at that pickled pepper. It's a single pickled pepper in a little pack. One of the sachets <laughs> is that. And then there's a sauce. <laughs> No, no, I can't no. get over all this Pickle pepper in a wet pack patch. It's, I can't do it. 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 It's a pickled pepper noodle, man. No, what do I want? It's a pretty pickle pepper. Now, patch. I want you like to you take put a, in the a pot. photo of these. This beautiful. Oh, I'm also recording the show. Happened? Fucking hell! I was going to film this as well because I thought it would be nice to film the noodles. You know when we do them, but it's just a fucking ball. Eggs. I have to go hands hands handsy with the recorder. Right here we go. I'm bringing the bloody thing. Take a picture out the way. Look, three packs. Right here we go. Right, I'm, look, I'm taking a picture now, you big bastard. Three, two, one, bosh, bosh. Show me the chicken one, the chicken cheesy chicken. Just, just, I just need to see the cheesy chicken. I get the packs in. Oh God, this means full documentation. All right. So right. I'm just I pictures have been taken, ladies I'm and gentlemen. Sided by this pickled new uh, pepper pack, but I can't seem to see. Where it tells me how to make it. Can you see it anywhere? No. So I'm just going to have to go by my noodle instincts on this one, <laughs> oh, Paul. Oh, living and on the I'm edge. I'm going to assume from the serving suggestion that's definitely a soup. It's a broth. Oh, There's good broth point. Because so that looks drier. Yeah. You can tell what broad category of noodle it falls into, even if there isn't any uh, legible. Uh, directions on the back just by doing a bit of detective work, looking at the front of the pack and making a measured guess. Educational, Educational measured guess. guess. Just a gut. I had a gut feeling this is a soup noodle. We'll see. Right, well, this so is exciting, isn't it? And it doesn't say how much water. That's the thing that's really bothering me. Just uh, yeah, as much water as you want. Just fucking water, you? And you need lots of water for an even. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go for your standard 400 milliliter. Right, I'll turn the heating on for which one is it? It's that one. It's not coming on again. It's not coming on! Why won't it come on? Come on! Oh, Just use the back one. Here we go, lace, that's on. Right, it's on the stove. And he's actually measuring the water this time. Ah, he's going to uh, just double check he's not going to be in the wrong. I'm measuring a nice plastic measuring thing so you can put hot water in that. It doesn't yeah. melt or anything. And I'm putting that in my other noodle pan. Now we're going to keep the liquid in this. Right. And do you know what? I think our other noodles are getting there, aren't they? They are getting there. They're looking. Cheese noodles are getting there. And we're going to have to drain the water off the cheese noodles. Right. Oh. He's visibly excited. Look at this pepper. It's a pickled pepper pool. I know. I know, mate. It's a pickled pepper paw. It's a pickled pepper paw. In a pack. So, we need to... You, what did you turn on? That one. Did you? Yeah, it's on. Look, see. Oh. It's just taking a little so bit longer. We, uh, have a cut now and we'll come back once uh, both our noodles are prepared? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Right, we're back, and uh, we're about to drain the cheese samyang. It's very exciting time. It is, and the other water is now bubbling as well. So things are. and it's bubbling. So it is actually time before I drain the the samyang. I'm going to uh, start the pickled pepper noodle. I'll the pickled pepper noodle. There it is. Look at that beautiful because the round cake noodle cake fits into a round pan. Perfect. Picture of that. Watch this. You fucking watch me take a picture. Look at that. Beep. That's good. Good stuff. Now, pull on. I know. on. one at a time. What are you doing? He's draining it. You're draining it now. If you remember Noodle 101, what's the rule when you're draining of a stir-fried style instant noodle? Pork? Leave it. Just leave a little bit. You leave a little bit. Leave pork. a little Very bit to help good. to fry it off. Leave a bit just to give. And I think that's enough. That's Maybe enough. A so a little there. bit of extra water. Don't drain it all, ladies and gentlemen. That is a error. We will need that water. To we, we'll need that water. Like just that's just bubbling. Things. You need the water to get everything going. You get it all gooey, and all gooey. Yeah. Anyone knows you can't put things straight in if they're dry. You got to get them a little I bit wet first, you a, don't you? Give me a huff on this. I think the cheese goes on top. So if we're gonna, this is I'm gonna assume is quite a standard uh, chicken ramen flavour. Um, thing. Oh and and you it dropped it <laughs> Ah! <laughs> Alright Paul But it is You can see it's exactly the same colour as all the other ones So I yeah. think just assuming with it, oh. so the Red wet sauce pouch Has been poured in Onto the Samyang, onto the Sam-yang And we're going to add the cheese one What well, at the end once it's mixed I think you sort of sprinkle it on top If you look at, again at the in- illustration The cheese seems to be sitting on top of that Doesn't oh. it Slightly melty Yeah I wonder if you get to, we're going to get an actual melty, uh, cheesy effect. Cheese, cheese effect. I'm not sure. Okay, that's good and mixed. I'm going to put the cheese on now. Here we go. I want you to give me the uh, the Huffington Post on the on the cheese. It's very cheesy. Is it's it got that macaroni cheese? I don't know why I'm not pointing the microphone at me. The macaroni cheese, craft fake cheese smell. Yeah. And slightly to, quavery. I'm going to liberally. Sprinkle the cheesy on top. God, I can tell this is going to be a great noodle. Honestly, I'm getting an umami hard-on the size of a fucking marshmallow. It's not that big. What's a marshmallow? What's a marshmallow? What, in what terms is, of what, size? No, what is a weird name for a thing, isn't it? Marsh, a soft, boggy area. Mallow, mellow, I don't know. You don't know. Don't try to know. Just by saying it. <laughs> Right. I'm going to take a picture. Hang on. Bosh. Right. I'm ready to taste this. Go for it. Go for it. He's going in. in big fat mouth. Uh, the powder's just sort of sitting on top of this. I don't have a fat mouth, okay? <laughs> I've got a nice mouth. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. He has a nice, nice purdy mouth. Mm. Always tasting it. It's spicy. Very spicy in that way. And it's got a cheese flavour. I don't know what else to say. Oh, a bit more. It's really good. Nice texture of the, the sauce. I'll grab your a fork and you can have a taste, Paul. Oh, I'll have a look for a fork. There's one up here. I've got a fork. Mm. Right, I'm going in. Mmm. Yes. Like that it? is nice. I don't know if I quite like the cheese. It's a sort of slightly strange combo, isn't it? It's a strange combo with the... Because it makes it very umami, yeah. and the heat is nice, but the cheese, I don't know, its kind of cheese, I it kind of ruins the heat flavour, which I prefer. Well, it fights against the heat, that's what's nice, it sort of smothers the heat, because with all the fat, the sort of lactose, do you know what I mean? It sort of coats your mouth in a way. right, I'm going to have a little bite. Well, I'm just preparing the other noodle. Right, which is a soup. And it's got a kick, you can tell. <coughs> Are you all right, Paul? I swallowed the headphone cable in my mouth. Because I thought it was noodles. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, yeah. Now, I was slurping down is, the noodles look, on my tor- look, fork, look, and it scooped it up. It's got a big brown dollop of... God, I'm sweating now. Going in here. It looks like plops. <laughs> it looks like plop-plops, that's for sure. He's got the... So, there's a broth... There's a noodle, thin noodle, and he's squeezing in the the brown there's a powder pack which I put in, and then there's a wet pack basically, which is sort of a oil pack or something. Right. And then there's the third pack, which is just the pickled pepper. Pickled pepper? So. Oh, he's running around the kitchen. It's great. Can okay, I give this a rinse? That's the one I used, I think. That's oh, it. Don't use your fucking fat thumbs. Fucking shut up! I don't have. So now I have to use a fork that's been cleaned by your f- dirty hands. It's clean. I'm clean. I'll give this a mix around. Oh god. Ooh, that's got an unusual smell, mate. Like quite a very pickle pepper noodle. Yeah. Pickle pepper it beef like noodle could be quite hot as well. So give that a sniff before I've even put the pickle pepper on. Ooh. Oh god, it went in my eyes. It's astringent. Ah, it? It really <laughs> hurt my eyes. Ah! Look, now, oh. I'm opening, this is my moment. My perfect moment. This is my moment on the... um. Yeah, we're opening the third pack, which is the pickled element of the recipe. Ooh, this is amazing. Huffington Post reports. It smells like a pickled pepper. Yeah, you're right, it just smells like a pickled pepper. It out. Oh, they are little chilli peppers, little yellow chilli peppers. Uh, which you just put on top, I guess. Yeah, I guess you just stick them in. One for me, one for you. There's oh, two. There's only two. That's a bit of a shame, I've isn't it? Tasted it. I was going to get a clean fucking fork. We're going to taste the pickled pepper. Yeah, we've got a new fork. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not touching anything. You have put your that, that back. Why? Right. use that to eat that? One. Oh, it's got all right. On all, right. It. all right. You were just about to throw away cheese. Good cheese powder. Don't, no one's ever said you're about to throw away good cheese powder. No I just one said it. Just said it just now. Right, I'm going to taste some of this broth. He's going in. Mm. What are you getting? I'm getting salt. I'm getting spice. Uh, umami. Right. Oh, that's that is nice. Very nice. Is is the pickle flavour in the recipe yes, as well? Yes. It yeah. So it's you not know, that's just. What that pe- smell, that kind of peppery smell right. that you got off the huff. I'm going to taste some of the noodles. Noodles look pretty standard, just sort of thin. Yeah. Nothing too exciting there. Because one of the advantages of the cheese of those Samyang's is the noodles have a nice chewy yeah. consistency and they're thick, don't they? Thick chewy noodles, mm. which was my rap name. Now I'm going to taste one of these Pickle peppers. peppers. Mm. Oh, that's very dry. Oh, Very dry and tart, but nice. Good, isn't it? Oh, that's a nice pickle pepper. Where's your one gone? I don't know. It's sunk in there. You need, you're need. you not getting the full experience unless you have it. Well, you fucking ruined it. For there it me. is. I found it. I'll, get, I'll have it now before it gets missing. No, have it. I'll have it now before it goes missing. You All right, he's going to taste the pickled pepper first, which is not the way I did it. I went for broth, then noodle, then pepper. I'm doing it backwards, innit? Oh, for fuck's sake. We'll have to work to get there. There you know. go. Right. Oh. Oh, that's. It's nice, isn't it? I'd like a few more of those, actually. I right, know they weren't enough. That would be that. Be criticism number one. Not enough of the lovely pickles. It's not they. I've got two now. Have some of the broth, Paul. Oh, here we go. Just for the uh, you know, you can, you'll know you know what the noodles like. Oh, oh, it's got a kick. It's to nice. It. Yeah, it's good. Good noodle. That That's a good discovery. I know. I'll, I'll get that one again. Honestly, I will get that one again. Cheese samyang, yeah. It's fine. I don't tend to eat them. I have them here, but I don't tend to eat them. I like. I, I do generally like the flavour to this. Thinking, I thought the uh, the pickle would be off-putting. Yes, but it does have a sort of pickled and hot chili heat. Oh, with for fuck's sake, <laughs> I've spilled it every. I'm just going to use my fucking hands like an animal. Mmm, it's actually quite fresh tasting. Yes, it's got a zesty. It's almost citrusy, isn't it? Sort of a, a citrus zest. <laughs> <laughs> got up my nose. <laughs> 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 and pepper mm. oh, and pepper he said no. after sneezing i would like a mark out of five as is our want as is our way as is the way we do and how do you noodle do how do you pull? do the noodle do i i do do the noodle do i give the samyang cheese is a nice dependable lovely flavor uh Maybe the cheese is is unnecessary. I think the sauce is hot enough and lovely enough. as has a flavour of its own. Yeah. But I'm going to give it 3.5 out of 5. Noodly-do's. Where do you free. go? I'll give it 3. All right, and then the pickled pepper, pickle pepper, pic, pickled pepper, pickled pepper, beef noodle. Pickled pepper, beef noodle. That I'm going to give 4. I'll give it 4 as well. It's very nice, isn't it? It's very nice. Very nice. I, I didn't expect it to be as nice as it was, and it mm. was a delight. It's got a lovely dry spiciness to it Do you know what the company's called no but there's a little chef guy isn't there yeah there's a little cartoon chef guy no I do not know what the company's called let's see if it says on the back Uh, imported by express limited imported no I don't know we don't know but it is a pickled pepper beef noodle it's a three packer it's a very strong contender for a good noodle isn't it basically it's not bad at all. It, right. You always know, with a wet pack with actual, you know, actual vegetables in. Oh, just rub it in, your eye. in my eye but again. Paul, Paul, it's time for you to fly away from I the... Can't, trail, I from can't, the urban I can't, I can't fly away can't. with my eyes in this situation. On, out you go. I, oh, I can't see. You need to go out. Oh. Oh, my eyes, I don't think I should be driving a magic carpet. Get on the fucking carpet. It's still outside. I'm going to get in it. Here we go. Oh, God. Uh, oh, I don't know where I'm going. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 I'm going to crash into this sound effect. Back to the studio. <laughs> Paul, I'm sorry about the rap I did. I'm sorry. Be. I'm sorry to everyone. I don't know why you can't rap. I don't get it. I can't do anything. You can. I c- you can. <laughs> God. <on. laughs> I wish I could rap, but I'm bloody crap. But I can't. You can. I can. You fucking can. Do you want me to fucking fuck why you ass? What? <laughs> hey. Hey. Look, Paul. Hey, I've got something. Have you, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for listening to Cheap Show again for joining us this week. I know we saw that. I I was there literally when you bought it. Well, were any of our listeners? No, no, (laughs) no. You bought a Sesame Street book. Hey, to buy little golden books, which is an American brand of kids' books. In the in the UK, the equivalent would be a Ladybird book, wouldn't it? Mm, Not really. Yeah, they would be. I think so. It's like, more like a penguin. It's more pamphlety. Yeah, it's more like a Mister Man book, isn't it? Oh, have you seen these playing cards? Mate, have well? you got fucking ADHD or something? I What's seen going on? Playing cards. Why? Look, they've got airplanes on the back. It's good. Sad. That's quite good, isn't it? Right, while we're here, these ones as well. You've got, haven't you? Uh, KK two thousand and one playing cards. Double K. Yeah. High grade poker. Those are cheap ones. Right. Great. Right. Have you fucking stopped pointing shit out at me? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Cheap Show. If you would like to support us on Patreon, go to Patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show and donate whatever you like. We're giving you videos and extra podcasts and all kinds of lovely things like magazines and bits and bobs. And bits of my dried skin. Yeah, we're not giving anyone your flakings. Flakings in the morning. Flakings. Granny Shut sprinkles. up. Shut up. We're on social media all over the place. Granny sprinkles coming down the chimney. Granny sprinkles with. We could be her out of here. We could be out of this. We could be done with the show already. She's got by now. a dusty Quimney. Mate, <laughs> 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 chimney and Quimney. Chimney and Quimney. I'm not going to do an ending on i not, I'm not no, doing do an ending. End show. Facebook. Not, no, we're not, not doing it. ending. on tw- Twitter. Just, no, we're not fucking doing it.